definitely human. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the spoken logbook of Joy Dutton Cavendish. It's been two months since we returned from India. The more we go away and come back, the more distant I feel from London. We always come back changed and exhausted and wounded, but the city is always the same. It's infuriating. Sometimes I feel like running onto the street and shouting at everyone. I want to grab these people on park benches by their shoulders and shake them. Don't you know what's happening out here? Don't you know you're going to die? Even if we manage somehow to stop Angela's cult, these people will never know how close they came to annihilation. Good for them, I guess. The journey home from India was long and the others found it pretty gruelling, but it's the first time I made it across water without any nightmares. I even stood on the bow of the ship and watched the sea. I don't know exactly what happened in the Blackpool and Karajar, but I came out of it different, fearless. Well, not afraid of the ocean at least. I watched the ship's prow carve through the water and it felt so peaceful. It was almost enough to make me forget what we saw in those caves, or the thing that emerged from me in the water. Cornelia wasn't as angry at me as I'd expected. I thought she would lecture me about familial duty and the strictures of a good Victorian upbringing, when none of this would have been acceptable. It's not like I wanted to keep my affliction a secret from her, but how was I even supposed to tell her? But I knew she wouldn't see it that way, and I was probably in for a classic Cornelia scolding. It's weird, but when we talked about it on the deck, she seemed kind of resigned. I think that encounter with Brendel really took the wind out of her. "'So you're not mad at me?' I asked." Oh, my darling Joy, she said calmly. I am absolutely furious with you, but you are a young lady now. By your age, I was already married, and we have seen how that concluded. Perhaps I am not in a position to be berating you about rash decisions. I tried to get her to talk a bit about what happened with Brendel in the caves, but she changed the subject and had a go at me for neglecting to wear a hat on the deck of the ship. I think that may be Cornelia speak for I love you. For the rest of the journey home, I couldn't stop thinking about that thing that came out of me in the water in Karajar. I tried to describe it to the others, but I don't think they got it. Sebastian thinks it sounded like some creature he saw through the doorway at the bottom of the Tomb of Rest Nufis, but his description of those things mostly involved arm-waving and facial expressions. Dorothy thinks he might have a concussion or heat stroke, but Sebastian's not exactly a wordsmith at the best of times. Well, anyway, that creature must be involved in this cult too, I just wish I knew exactly what it was before we inevitably see it again.
When we got back to London, I started work on these passports we picked up in Carajar. I've set up a kind of office in Cornelia's old study. She doesn't really use it anymore. Since Hong Kong, she's been notably more tired, and I think our recent adventures aren't going to make her more enthusiastic about going investigating again. She'd built up a serious collection of occult books and knickknacks over the years, loads of tarot cards and a collection of audio recordings labelled The Investigations and Memoirs of Cornelia Isabel Dahl Cavendish, recorded here for the scholars of the future. It took me a while to move it all into the attic. I cleared her old corkboard of I Ching readings and pinned up my maps. The passports were the only hard evidence I had to go on, but I was sure the answer to whatever Angela Gresley is hiding was in there. They came from all over the world and spanned a few decades in time. But when I started charting all the stamps and dates in the passports and plotting their journeys on the maps, some clear patterns emerged. All of these men went south towards Antarctica, most of them through either South America or Australia or New Zealand. The ones coming from South America had been heading west and the ones from Oceania were heading east, which means they must have all been converging on the Ross Sea. I looked it up, there doesn't seem to be anything there. It's just a sea that's frozen solid for most of the year. The weird thing is, there were no return stamps for any of these journeys south. So whatever happened to these men in Antarctica, none of them were ever seen again. Not until we saw them in Carajar, anyway. There was something else, too. One of the passports was different from the others. It was sealed in a brown envelope and looked like it had been posted. The address had been ripped off, but there was still a sender's address. Toronto General Hospital. The passport belonged to a man called Edward Dillon, and the stamps inside showed that he had returned home to Canada after going to Antarctica. If we can find this man, maybe he can tell us what's going on down there. It seems like a long shot, but long shots are all we have. Dorothy says she's got an old colleague that works in Toronto, so she's going to try and find Edward Dillon. She's leaving to visit her family in Connecticut next week, so hopefully it won't be long before we have an answer one way or another. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.